Welcome to this week's message from Pastor Jeff Spooniebarger at First Baptist Church, Gulf Breeze, located in the heart of Gulf Breeze, Florida. My name is Gabriel Antonio Vargas Maron Hurtado. My, some people call me Gabo. I'm pastor of Mission Casa. You guys, this is my, my home. This is my church. I am in, at home today. You guys, 10 years ago, uh, pray over me, over my family, and anoint my, um, the ministry. Lay down, lay your hands on me, and sent us to plant Mission Casa far away to the corner. Um, Ten years after, um, I invite um, one of the members, Patricia, she's from Colombia. Patricia, do you mind, please? She's going to share her testimony over here, because this is too high for me, I don't know for you. Okay. Let me put this, stay there, please, and let me move this, oops. You can use this. Thank you. Gracias por venir. Um, ustedes están escuchando a Mike a través de... Thank you, Mike, for your help. Él está, va, a ser, va, a trans, um, va a ser en español, en inglés, perdón, en español, todo lo que yo voy a tratar de hacer en inglés. All right. Before we start, test it. say something. Hello. Okay. ¿Quieres saludar? Buenos días. You heard something? Buenos días. Buenos días. Good morning. Say good morning. Maybe. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Um, before we start, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are here together with my sister Patricia. It's a privilege for us to be uh, here, Lord, sharing the, our, the gospel, the good news. Oh, Lord, amazing. How you, how you do that, Lord? Lord, thank you so much for Pastor Jeff, his vision about everything that you gave him, uh, uh, the topic we are here start last week. Uh, today, we ask you, Lord, to glorify your name through Tim Patricia's testimony. Um, Lord, give us wisdom to talk. Um, we need you, Lord, to preach. We need you, Lord, to share the gospel. Yes? We need your power to do that. Thank you so much. This morning, I was a, a witness of what anointing means through the baptism. You anoint somebody today, Lord, through the baptism. Thank you so much, Lord. Um, Lord, um, only one thing that ask you, Lord, that we want to leave this place different. I want to be different. I want more. Like Brother Kevin say, I want more. I'm starving. What about you, Lord? I know Patricia is doing and in the same mind, also looking for you, Lord, and ask you to use us. In Jesus' name, precious name, we pray. Amen? Amen. Um, let me ask you something before we start. Uh, when you were worshiping God, where was your mind? You were, it, that happens to me. I was worshiping him, and I was worried about my mic, this microphone. I was worshiping him, and I was thinking, oh, Lord, I was thinking about other things. Actually, when he was starving, I heard something from here. Yes, I am starving. I don't know if that happens to you, but something that we are doing right now in Mission Casa is be focused in Jesus when you worship Jesus. That happens to me when I was praying. I start to think other things. 
It's, I don't know if that's good or not, but I feel like uh, we, we come together. We are brothers and sisters. And the center of this message is Jesus Christ. Don't worry about the messenger. Be focused in, in the message. Because if you are focused in me, you, man, I'm sorry, but you're going to be lost. Be focused in the message. Can you do that, please? If you don't understand anything from my, what I say, don't worry, the videos, it will show you something. Amen? Thank you so much. I'm going to, Kevin, where is Kevin? I'm going to use his chair. I was dreaming to sit down one day here. Wow. <laughs> Look at this. And I'm going to read, she's going to read in Espanol, and I'm tra I translate. Do you mind to start, Patricia? Okay. Buenos días. Good morning. Mi nombre es Patricia Yescas. My name is Patricia Ailescas. Nací en Colombia. I was born in Colombia. Me casé a los 21 años. I got married at the, at the age of 20 years old. Tuvimos tres hijas en mi matrimonio. We had three daughters in, in the marriage. Vivimos 35 años en Nueva York. We lived in New, in New York for 35 years together. Casada por 20 años. Uh, married for 20 years. Una buena vida. A beautiful, a good life. Beautiful hasta, life. Hasta que caí en pecado de adulterio. Until I fell into the sin of adultery. Lo tenía todo. I had it all. Toqué fondo. I lost everything. Dejé mi esposa, mis hijos, y mi I, divorcié. I left my husband, I left my daughters, and, and I got divorced. Todo se derrumbó. Everything collapsed. Mi vida se llenó de dolor. My life was filled with pain. Rechazo. Uh, the continuous, re continuous rejection. Por mi familia y mis hijas. By my family, by my daughters, by my mother. Mi madre y yo. By my own, by myself. Salí huyendo de Nueva York por todo el país. I fled from New York across the country. Qué equivocada estaba. How wrong I was. Muchas veces traté de volver con mi familia. Many times I tried to return to my family. Pero no podía. But I couldn't. Así como dice Proverbios 26:11. As Proverbs 26:11 says. Así como el perro vuelve a su vómito. Um, a fool who does his foolish act against, again is like a dog that turns back to what he has thrown up. En el 2015 ya no aguantaba más. In 2015, I say, that's it. I can no make it. Me arrodillé y clamé a Dios con todas mis fuerzas. I got down on my knees and cried out with all my heart and said, Y le dije a Dios, si usted existe, God, if you exist, ayúdeme, ya help no puedo me. más. I can't go on like this anymore. A la mañana siguiente, the next morning, Dios comenzó a trabajar en God mi vida. began to worry my life and show me the way out. Mostrame el camino. He showed the way out. Llamé a una amiga en Gold Breeze. I called a friend here in Gulf Breeze. Y ella me dejó quedar en su casa. And she let me stay at her house. Volví a dejar todo y llegué a esta ciudad. I left everything again and arrived next morning to this city. Ella asistía a Misión Casa. She used to attend Mission Casa. Y un domingo le empecé a acompañar. And one Sunday I began to accompany her. Solo para no quedarme en casa pensando en mis hijas y una vida sin esperanza. Just so I wouldn't stay at home thinking about my daughters and my life. Cada vez que el pastor daba el mensaje. 
Every time the pastor gave the message, yo lloraba desde que comenzaba hasta que se terminaba el servicio. I cried from the beginning until the end of the service. Yo creía que mi amiga le contaba todos mis problemas al Pastor Gabo. I thought my friend was calling Pastor Gabo and tell all my problems. Tristemente, mi amiga murió. Sadly, my friend died. Pero me dejó conectada a esta pequeña iglesia. But she left me connected to this little church called Mission Casa. Mission Casa. Después, un par de meses. After a couple of months. Decidí contar mi testimonio a la congregación. I decided to tell my testimony um, to the congregation. Sobre cómo el enemigo me robó mi familia. About how the enemy stole my family. Mi paz. My peace. Mi salud. And even my health. Cuando terminé de hablar. When I finished speaking. Miré a mi madre llena de lágrimas. I looked at my mother full of tears. Y ella tenía una luz resplandeciente. And she had a bright light that covered around her. A su alrededor. Ese día Dios me perdonó. That day God forgave me. Mi madre me perdonó. My mother forgave me. Dios restituyó mi familia. And God restored my relationship with Con ella y conmigo him. misma. And restored relationship with myself. Luego. The repentance. Luego Dios siguió trabajando no solamente en mi vida. Then God continued working not only in my life but only but in my mother's and my daughter's sino life. Sino en mi madre y en mis hijas. Filipenses 1:6. Philippians 1:6 says. Estando persuadido de esto. I'm sure that God who began the good work in you. De que el que comenzó la buena obra. Will el, keep on working in you until the day. De perfección en Cristo Jesús. The day Jesus Christ comes again. Ahora tenemos un lazo de amor muy fuerte. Now we have a very strong bond of love. Y mi familia se reconstruyó. And my family was rebuilt. Y les enseño la palabra de Dios. Now I'm teaching them God, uh, God's word. Haciendo discípulos en mi propia casa. Making disciples in my own home. Dios reconstruyó mi vida. God rebuilt my life. No solo recuperé a mis hijas. Not only did I get my daughters back. Mi ex esposo sigue viviendo en Nueva York. My, my ex-husband is still living in New York. Somos amigos. We are friends. Pero Dios me dio otra familia espiritual muy hermosa. God gave me another very beautiful spiritual family. Hermanos y hermanas unidos con la sangre de Cristo. Brothers and sisters united with the blood, blood of Christ. Ellos no me dieron la espalda. Um, I think God did not turn back on me. No me rechazaron. Did, they did not reject me. Al contrario, ellos me llenaron de amor. On the contrary, they filled me with love. Y comprensión. And understanding. Sin juzgarme. Without judging. Ahora comparto el Evangelio de Cristo intencionalmente. Um, she says something that I understand without judging me as Jesus teaches in the Bible. And I learned how to share the gospel of Christ intentionally. Do you mind? Do you have some water? I will share my water with her, but this time it's kind of wise. It's not. Thank you. It's not unwise. Thank you so much. Oh, it's hers? Okay. Mira, Cristina. I'm sorry to interrupt you. She is my wife. Thank you so much, Cristina. 
I learned, how, I, I learned to share the gospel of Christ intentionally. Reconozco que me da mucho temor en hablar. I admitted that I am very afraid of talking to strangers. Con extraños, pero que he aprendido, pero he aprendido lo que dice. But I have learned what it says in Matthew 10, 8. Dar de gracias lo que recibí por gracias. You have received much, now give much. Una de las maneras que Dios me ha puesto a compartir el Evangelio. One of the ways that God has put me to share the gospel. Es a través de un grupo de apoyo a familias de víctimas de COVID. Es through a support group for relatives of COVID victims. Desde finales de abril del 2020. Since uh, the end of April 2020. To send the families of those who die from the virus. El mensaje que Dios me manda a dar. The message that God commands, commands me to give is. Dar estos divididos en dos partes. Divided in two parts. Primero, que escuchen que hay un Dios que no los dejará solos. First, to let them hear that there is a God who will not leave them alone. Como lo dice Mateo 28, 20. B. As Matthew 28, 20 says. Donde Él promete estar con nosotros hasta el final I am with you always. No estamos solos. Even to the end of the world, we are not alone. El enemigo nos quiere hacer creer lo contrario. The enemy wants us to believe otherwise. Lo segundo es que recuerden a sus seres queridos. The second thing is, is the meaning of, uh, of the heart, the, to remember their love, uh, their, their loved ones with hope and not with sadness. Con amor y no con tristeza. Que los recuerdos bonitos de ellos sean los que los lleven a la mente. That the beautiful memories of them are the ones that they will bring to mind. Sobre todo que pongan su fe en Jesucristo y confíen en su propósito. And overall to put their faith in Jesus Christ and trust in his purposes. Hasta el momento he podido enviar cerca de 500 corazones. So far I have been able to send nearly 500 uh, hearts. Con el mensaje bíblico y una voz de aliento escrita a mano. With the biblical message and a handwriting voice of encouragement. Además de ello, he recibido más de 150, 150 peticiones de oración. In addition to that, I have received more than 150 prayer requests. Son muchas las personas que están esperando una voz de aliento. There are many people who are uh, waiting for a voice of encouragement from the Lord. The Lord. Un paro en medio de la oscuridad. A beacon in the midst of darkness. Una luz de esperanza en medio de la tristeza. A light, a light of hope in the midst of sadness. Y muy importante, una mano amiga. And a helping hand. Hemos podido orar juntos. We have been able to pray together. Nos hemos vuelto amigos. We have become friends. Dios me ha permitido, aunque sea en una pequeña dimensión, God, uh, God has allowed me, even in a, a, in a, a small dimension, Tener ese mismo de en 61. to have the same feeling of Jesus Christ um, as Isaiah and see, chapter 61 says. La palabra de Dios dice, the word of God says, que la miel es mucha y los obreros pocos. In Matthew 9, 37, that the word of God says the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. 
Sigo orando al Señor de la mies para que envíe más obreros. I keep praying to the Lord of the harvest to send more workers. Que Dios los bendiga. God bless you Before you go, antes de que se vaya, me permiten una bolsita. Gracias, Lolita. Um, esto, this is what she sent to those families. Um, this is something that you guys use every Sunday. After service, uh, we come here and pick this up, those that the people throw away. And we send it to them, to the people that need it. If you please are not using these, thing, these uh, papers, these beautiful verses, do you mind to bring it back and we use it? And she, she, she sent this to my wife when, she, uh, when her mother-in-law passed away um, because of COVID. And she carried this in her car, and this is the one she's sending to them, to the people. And also, it's a Bible verse, ever, yeah, the most important, the gospel. First uh, Chronicles 16:11. It's in Spanish. Buscada Jehová, Mike, help me. Oh, in English as well. Look for the Lord and His strength. Seek His face always. Okay. First Corinthians. Gracias, Patricia. Um, Let's take a look at this video, please. Muchas historias tristes me hicieron a mí dar un poquito, I don't know, un poquito de amor. Todas las historias, muchas historias tristes me hicieron a mí dar un poquito, I don't know, un poquito de amor, de esperanza. Mi nombre es Alba Patricia Yescas, vivo en Goldbridge, Florida. Perdí tres amigos en Nueva York que murieron de COVID-19. Yo viví como 35 años en Nueva York y éramos un grupo de amigos que todos teníamos niños pequeños. Y en los tiempos felices de ellos, era, mis hijos cre crecían, íbamos a los parques, íbamos a bailar. Casi pierdo a mi ex esposo también por COVID-19. Estuvo cinco, seis, siete días solo allá, muriéndose en un apartamento, no sabíamos de él, hasta que mi primo fue y le averiguó y le llevó comida, lo dejó en la puerta. Me hice miembro de, de un grupo que se llama COVID-19 y comencé a hablar con mucha gente que había perdido sus seres queridos y vi mucho dolor, mucho dolor en su corazón. No habían esperanzas para ellos porque con todo lo que está pasando, yo estaba cosiendo las máscaras para dar a, a mi iglesia, para donar. Y dije yo, ¿por qué no, voy, no puedo hacer un corazón que significa amor? No son números, son padres, madres, hijos, amigos que se nos fueron. No son números. Yo creo que si uno se protege y usa la máscara, es dar amor, a respetar a, a la otra gente, sin importar color, raza, nada, no. Estamos es sobreviviendo y yo creo que con un poquito de amor podemos cambiar. Yes. Uh, another video, de, if you don't mind, it's another video, uh, two testimonies, one, is one guy, another, do you mind? No, no, that one. That one, yes, please. The first part is that you cannot hear anything, but it's going to be better in a couple of seconds. 
fantastic in the house. Me, my brother, my sister, and my son. My son was uh, 32. He was mentally challenged. So his mental age was like maybe like a four, like a big baby. And he passed due to COVID on March 28th. And needless to say, uh, the worst, the worst loss of my life. And I'm grateful that I met Patty online and she reached out to me with a phone call and then she started making these yellow hearts uh, to Facebook. And even though I live in New York and she lives somewhere else, she mailed them to me and she mailed it to so many people free just to bring some type of support to the people who lost uh, someone's family. And I'm very thankful and very grateful that I met her and that somehow she tried to help and talking to me, texting me, checking on me. And she was the best. And I wish that you guys can have that, that memorial at the beach. And I wish you could participate uh, and be part of that. But from the bottom of my heart, Patty, thank you so much for everything you did for me, for my family, and for everybody out there who lost a loved one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as he said, that uh, we are uh, we are planning. The Lord gave uh, Patricia an idea that at the beginning I didn't want to. I didn't pay attention. She called me many times, Pastor. This is a beautiful opportunity. People are calling. And I was, no, I am so busy. I, we are so focused in God and mission, casa, vision. We cannot be in other. It's plenty things to do, plenty things to do, but just keep doing what the Lord called you to do. But one day, she knocked the door many times. I said, Pastor, this is a beautiful opportunity. You are translating? Okay. Beautiful opportunity. And... And, and I say, let me think, let me see. The Lord reveals what he reveals to her. <laughs> and from that day on, I say, Lord, forgive me. I, 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 was, I was like that guy in the Bible that saw somebody lying down and I was so busy. Somebody's going to take care of that person, not me. God is good. He's going to send somebody to help him. And, and then praise the Lord that uh, right now we, uh, she called other sisters from the church, and they are to, uh, working together, and they paint one wall in Mission Casa. If you want to stop by uh, uh, any time, uh, we'll, you will see worldwide map with hearts. And she already put like a 50 or something, and she's writing down others. We want to use that wall for memorial. Um, we pray for us, pray that we can do the memorial service for those that lost their families. Come to, to Pensacola Beach one day. Can you imagine? What is the, the Lord going to do through one idea, through Patricia, who evil Satan destroyed her family first? And forgiveness. She cried out, God, and right now the Lord healed her family. Her, he gave her faith and she, you know, you heard the testimony. But let me tell you something. Pastor Jeff is uh, preaching about anointing, anointed. The Lord has anointed me with oil of joy last week. Questions. Question. Who wants to be anointed by God this morning? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let me make another question. What does it mean to be anointed? Because I received too many things 
in my mail and say, do you want this stuff for free? I say, yes, I want it. But what is, I never ask, what is that? I, I just want to be something, but I, sometimes I don't know what is that. I made the question the other day to a church, and they say, yes, I want to be anointed. Okay, tell me, what is that? What are, what are you asking for? Let me show this video, please. It will explain better than me. To that question. The origin of anointing actually came from a practice of shepherds. Lice and other insects would often get into the wool of sheep, and when they got near its head, they could burrow into the sheep's ears and kill the sheep. So ancient shepherds poured oil on the sheep's head. This made the wool slippery, making it impossible for insects to get near the sheep's ears because the insects would simply slide off. From this, anointing became symbolic of blessing, protection, and empowerment. The New Testament Greek words for anoint are kreo, which means to smear or rub with oil, and by implication, to consecrate for office or religious service. And the second word is alipho, which means to anoint. In Bible times, people were anointed with oil to signify God's blessing or call on that person's life. Examples can be found in these scripture references. A person was anointed for a special purpose, to be a king, to be a prophet, to be a builder, etc. There is nothing wrong with anointing a person with oil today. We just need to make sure that the purpose of anointing is in agreement with the scriptures. Anointing should not be viewed as a magic potion because the oil itself does not retain any power. It is only God who can anoint a person for a specific purpose. If we use oil, it is only a symbol of what God is doing. Another meaning for the word anointed is chosen one. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was anointed by God with the Holy Spirit to spread the good news and free those who have been held captive by sin. After Christ left the earth, he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now all Christians are anointed, chosen for a specific purpose in furthering God's kingdom. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God, who has also sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. That answers the question, what is the anointing and what does it mean to be anointed? Check out these other questions or visit our website at gotquestions.org. All right. Okay. Right now, who wants to be anointed by God this morning? And the answer will be, I guess, is those that doesn't know Jesus Christ. Those that already know Jesus Christ were anointed by God through the Holy Spirit. See, this morning we, we saw a picture of what is to be anointed. Taking that video, I pulled the, the message using three words that I mentioned there. Blessings from this anointing become symbolic of blessing, protection, and empowerment. Blessing, protection, and empowerment. I, I, don't, I am from South America. The other day, day I made a mistake. I start to count with this. I, some people get mad. You guys get mad if I count with this. Or I use this. I don't know. Culture is important. But in Colombia, it's one here. It's a blessing, protection, and empowerment. First, anointing became symbolic of blessing. You want to be Really, like Pastor Jeff mentioned two prophets last week. He's, I don't, I'm not gonna try to use my English. Elijah, Elisha, he said something in the video I saw about. Do you remember the prophet Elijah? Um, 
He's, he talked about how he used Elijah. Um, but let's think about this. If anointing became symbolic of blessing, Isaiah, Isaiah 61 once said this. The spirit of the Lord God is on me because the Lord has anointed me. From that verse, the Lord has anointed me means I am holy. Dedicated or consecrated to God with a purpose. Who wants to be anointed? You have a purpose. Webster the, the internet defined holy as worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. Who wants to be anointed by God? I want to be more. I am already anointed by God, but I want the power that through this anointment works in, in others in my life. I well like did it in Patricia. But the other two questions made when I was writing this or the Lord put in my heart. How is your devotion, Gabriel? You want that, but how is your devotion? How do you dedicate, consecrate to me? You want that, but it's something that maybe you have to think about. Holiness. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Last week, Pastor Jeff talked about Elijah. But Elijah was not a superhero. Many people point him as a superhero. Actually, he did amazing things, or the Lord did amazing things through him. But if you check your Bible in James chapter 5, five verse 17, say that Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed, he prayed, like Pastor Kevin told us to do. Let's pray. He prayed earnestly that it will not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. And Elijah, the anointed one, prayer again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. Brothers and sisters, Elijah shares a common hum humanity with all believers. It's not a competition. Let's do better things in order to, you know, be better than, get better than him. No, it's not a competition. But we share a common humanity with him. His effective prayer life is a model for us, the saints, because he kept himself separate, pure to God. When you put hand sanitizer right here at the door, it is because you don't want your hands to be mixed with bacteria, right? And become contaminated. You don't use, you don't put hand sanitizer and then start to touch everything. In the same way, the Lord did today through the baptism, many people already baptized, he already put his, the Jesus blood to keep, to keep you holy. And you don't mix with things that brings bacteria to your faith. In the same way, they, when they, in the past, when they, the little animal, the chip, the chopper put oil in the head for protection, the, the, the blessing, the Holy Spirit, the seal of Holy Spirit give you that protection as well. But I'm going to talk about protection later. But the, in the same way, the Lord wants you to be holy. 
separate. What you watch, what you say, what you hear, where you go, the people you are walking every day. No, no, I walk with people because I want to share the gospel. Oh, really? You did it? No, no, I forgot. The last three, four years, I forgot to tell them about Jesus. And then be careful. It's in the way you live. The Lord separates you because if you are a follower of Jesus, you are holy. Like the sanitizer in your hand. Hmm. Isaiah Chapter 1, verse 18, say, Come, I pray you, and we reason, say Jehovah, if your sins are scarlet, as snow, they shall be white. If they are red, as crimson, as wool, they shall be. Can you imagine? You are white, pure, because the Lord forgives you when you repent. And how can we get involved in things that don't please Him? Be holy, because I am holy. I want to be anointed, but I don't want to be holy. No, sir. No, it's not possible. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 says, Do you know that your body is the house of the Holy Spirit who lives in you? God gave the Holy Spirit to you. Remember, you do not belong to yourself. You do not belong to yourself. You belong for, to Christ. He bought you with blood. One of the, the problems I face many times is because when, when I read the Bible, I, I, am, I, I feel like I am protected, holy, but when I'm away from the Bible one or two, three days, my mind starts to look other things. If you are away from reading the Bible, Sin will show soon, but you are focused, focus in the Bible, holiness. Also, people say, wow, look at that. Look at what the Lord is doing to this person. James 3.11 and 12 say, do good water and bad water both come from the same place? My brothers, salt water and fresh water do not, do not both come from the same place. You cannot say that you are a believer, a follower, anointing one, and you curse people with the same mouth. It's impossible. If you pronounce Jesus' name with your mouth, you have to be holy. There's no other way. Actually, people that don't follow Christ say, hey, you say that you were Christian, why do you talk like that? <laughs> why do you do that? They, they correct us. They say, you, you proclaim to be a follower? What, what are you doing here in this place? Isaiah 61 says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Proclaim good news. In the past, when it was a, a war between two kingdoms, the one who wins sent a messenger with a flag. And people were waiting in those villages for a new, for good news. If nobody show up, bad news. <laughs> they lose. But they were waiting for six months, seven months, eight months, and somebody was really far away with a, we will, good news, we will, and celebration, party, it, old town, the village. Right. Come on, it was a good news, no bad news. I have to be honest with you, with my mouth, one day I was praying, 
for this person, and she was in a really bad situation. Actually, the, the, this, the family say, it will be better for her to die. And you know, I made a mistake. I pray. God, you know, she's, she's sick and a lot of pain. Do you mind to, to take, you know, to just, she's tired. But when the Lord say, Gabriel, don't pray like that anymore. You speak life. If it's in a little breathing, a little, a little hope, I am God. Don't never pray for death. You pray for life. The good news, the, the impossible is for him, not for us. Good news, no bad news, speak life. What the Lord say, if you are anointed, believe. Actually, what happened if the person passed away? As I remember, the Bible say, Lazarus. Are you afraid to pray for somebody that is already dead? Do you believe in, the, in God's word? Or do you just believe one part and the other don't? Because sometimes I did it. I was afraid to pray for somebody that is already dead. Because there's lack of faith in my part. No, because he can, he can make it. You, you read the Bible? Second, anointing becomes symbolic of blessing. And that, that was the first part. Anointing became symbolic of blessing. But second, anointing, anointing became symbolic of protection. Protection. Those that have the Jesus blood, the, the seal of the Holy Spirit. Look at this. Psalm 23, 4 and 5. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Anointing became symbolic of protection. So as the ancient shepherds pour oil on the sheep's head for protection. Protection for you. You, you were the Great Commission, you have to be in darkness, dark, in the dark over there. Bring the gospel, it's, it's difficult. We, we need that protection. I, know, I don't know, but I tell you, a lot of things are coming to, to my head every day. Like I was praying, I was in another place. I was worshiping Jesus, I was dreaming my lunch. And that's bad, because Jesus is here. Jesus, walk, Jesus was walking, is walking today here. Whether two or three gather together, Jesus is here. Do you believe it? Do you feel it? You, he's sitting down there. How I am thinking about how, how, is, how he saved me. How I am thinking about other things. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Let me take, let me, let me, I don't know if you understood anything. The enemy knows the gospel is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. That's powerful. Do you believe that? Do you share the gospel? How many people heard the gospel from your mouth, my brothers and sisters, last, last week? Last month? Last year? How many? 700 people pass away daily in, in Florida. How many of them heard the gospel from you? In two years? 
Pastor Kevin say baptism is just not the end. It's the, it's the beginning of this beautiful life, the good news. We share the good news. The enemy knows the gospel is the power of God that brings healing to everyone who believes. I believe that. I, I, I just heard Patricia. <laughs> Patricia's testimony. The enemy knows the gospel is the power of God that brings restoration to everyone who believes. The gospel, no, Gabriel, that's, I told you, don't, don't look at me, look at the message. The enemy knows the gospel is the power of God that brings glory to Jesus through everyone who believes. But that's why the enemy don't want that. They want to send you things, and sometimes we, as believers, and I as a believer, I, I, I don't say, I, I don't bring good news, I say bad news. I am afraid to say the Lord got the power to heal you, be healed. Somebody face the same problem? Be healed. Matthew 28, 18, 20. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Say, then Jesus came to, to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and on the Son and on the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus Christ, no, Gabriel? Third, the anointing became symbolic of empowerment. Anointing became symbolic of empowerment. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 through 9 say, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Excuse me, drink some water. Isaiah 43, chapter 1 and 2 say, Fear not, story point. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, and you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. A story point. It's God's word. It's a letter for you. You read it? Do you believe it? It's for you. I will say, why you don't get your Bible and put your name here? Is your, is, this is the way we can be anointed. We are anointed in Jesus Christ. We heard that. But we can, we can be empowered by that. Fear not. Daniel 6 and 19 say, you remember the story, <laughs> Daniel, that's interesting. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the, near the den, he called to Daniel and an anguished voice, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, continually been able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, may the king live forever. <laughs> Daniel inside the day. My God sent his angel and he took the mouths of the lions. They have not heard me because I was found innocent in his sight. Separate, anointed, pure for him. As, then the good news. 
The good news, as, as we saw the video, all Christians are anointed. All Christians anointed and chosen for a specific purpose. As Patricia, she's with one purpose. You, another purpose. We can go so many, several places. I cannot go with you, but you cannot come with me. We have to do the Great Commission. John, 1 John 2.20 says, But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and give us his spirit in our hearts as guarantee. Do you believe that? 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21-22. Let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord. Because you put in Pastor Jeff Hart to talk about the anointing, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing, protection, and empowerment. Thank you, Lord, because you remind us to be holy, consecrated for you, Lord, to proclaim the good news to the poor, to bring up, to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim freedom for the captives, to, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, Lord, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve, then you, Lord, will be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the anointment of oil, oil of joy. Help, help us, Lord, to fulfill the, fulfill the great commission. Thank you for Patricia Ilescas and her testimony that is an inspiration for my life, Lord. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. We pray today, Lord, to send more workers that understand what does it mean to be anointed. In Jesus' name, we pray. Find out more about First Baptist Church Gulf Breeze 